Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Alandari, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician... That's me, and a health education expert... That's me. Talk about what you need to know to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to Noise Filter. My name is Mark Allendary. Today we have a great guest that we're going to be interviewing, and that's Kirby Gong, who is a medical artificial intelligence researcher at Johns Hopkins. Before he worked at Epic, the electronic health record software company, his top loves are the video game Smash Brothers, his dog, and podcasts about history. A few years ago, when Kirby couldn't find a narrative podcast about the history of medical topics, he did what most of us would do. He just decided to create one. And here we are. Where did the U.S. go wrong? I mean, I have my opinions, but I would definitely love to hear your, especially after you were working on the public health season of your podcast, The History of Medicine, then the pandemic happens. And so you have a very good understanding of what public health is like, what it was like in the past. We have the highest mortality rates. We have also the highest number of cases, period. And so if you just take those two markers, I I believe that we did a terrible job, but from your perspective, I just would love to hear where, where did we go wrong? Yeah. I mean, I think I'm inclined to agree. Objectively, we've done a bad job. And in particular, I think relative to kind of how well-resourced we are, when it comes down to it, I think what happened in the United States is, is more about politics and trust than people than it is about technology or supplies. I think what you have is kind of a fundamental mistrust of institutions. And I'm not sure how you fix that. <laughs> but I think, you know, you had people like at the CDC, you know, who are well-established good scientists who are saying at least to some degree what the science is. Um, and I think partially there's a, a PR problem here, right? Where I, I think early messaging about masks, for example, was incredibly botched. It felt like, you know, they're kind of trying to tell the public a half truth in order to get them to do what they wanted. But it's, the public is notorious for, you know, I just, hard yeah, to- hold, hold your thought. I, I just want to push back a little bit because I was there at the beginning at that time. What we did not know was whether or not the mask was going to actually help prevent the acquisition of COVID. I was front and center telling people that wearing masks wasn't necessarily going to protect you because it was like using a chain link fence to hold back water. That just doesn't work. So that was our initial understanding. I hear people say, well, you know, they were trying to hold back because they wanted to save masks for healthcare workers. I was there. I was on that front line. It was that our understanding at that point wasn't as fine-tuned as it is now. And as soon as we realized that the wearing of the mask, no matter what that mask was, it could have been a T-shirt, but at that point, we just didn't know. But the minute we did know, we copped up to it and then changed on the dime and started recommending mass. So I always feel compelled to highlight that because I was on that front line and this podcast was started because of the misinformation we saw in early March and April. And we started this podcast to help fight that misinformation. But anyway, I just wanted to turn it back to you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's fine. I think that's a fair characterization of the science. 
I think the issue is that science is really complicated. Yes. <laughs> um, and part of the problem is that the the public literacy, I think, uh, and understanding that science is hard and very complex and that a lot of times you don't know these things is not well communicated. And I, I yes, my next yes. thought actually was about to be that it's not entirely, you know, the CEC or the government's fault. Part of it is just it's very hard to communicate this. And I think there's a bit of, you know, failure of public education here, too. It's complicated. But 100%, you know, I, I 100%. think the average person in the United States is not science literate enough to understand quite the you know, hey, hundred percent. We don't 100%. know this stuff off the bat. It takes a lot of time to figure this out. Even when we do do studies, there, there's a lot of uncertainty, especially with a completely novel disease like this. And again, I don't know how you fix that, but it feels like you have to you have to tackle it from many angles. You have to simultaneously get scientific literacy up. You have to increase trust in institutions in the first place. If people did just kind of believe and trust in the scientists and the experts, then it almost wouldn't matter as much if they weren't science literate. But because neither applies very well, I think you get this this critical problem. The bigger issue is, of course, with vaccines, where the United States is kind of the powerhouse as far as technology goes, right? And yet we are now one of the least vaccinated places and there's constant protests about it over something that is very safe and incredibly helpful, even if not completely outright preventing you from getting you know any any symptoms, but at the very least it will save your life, right? I mean, the data is very clear on this now. If you're in the hospital with COVID, most, most likely you are not vaccinated. I can't really fault the government. I think the, the messaging on that, I think, has been quite clear from the beginning. Since vaccines have been out, it's been go get them. They're safe. They're effective. It's free. We'll pay for it. But it's been politicized. It's been polarized. I really don't know how to undo it is the other problem because yeah. historically, I think you see vaccine uptake varies over time. And I think that's kind of natural human tendency, right? As we fix problems, we kind of forget about them. <laughs> when the polio vaccine first came out, the uptake was incredibly high because everybody knew somebody who had been crippled by it or who had died or something terrible had happened, right? And so everyone understood, oh my God, there's this way to prevent this from ever happening again. Give this to me, like as soon as you can. And with COVID, it's so much more subtle, right? Even if you get it, a lot of times you are okay, right? Even if you're not vaccinated, if you're healthy and you're young. So to the young person, you're kind of like, it's not scary. It seems fine. And it's much harder, I think, to get people to take a vaccine for something that seems less scary. Even if if you look at a population level, of course, right? COVID is devastating. Even a 1% mortality rate, they, they parrot that sometimes and it sounds like it's not so bad. But if you think about the fact that millions and millions of people are getting the disease, that's, that's pretty terrible. There are a lot of reasons why it did not go well. <laughs> And uh, it's hard. Yeah. I'm not sure how the CDC, the NIH, the FDA, I'm not sure how and why every Monday morning they just don't have a regular press conference and they say, this is what we know. This is the best information that we have and keep reminding folks that this is an evolving science. Like, for example, when I went to medical school, all the diseases were laid out. They were all studied and understood. There was really nothing new for us to learn. Of course, new things will emerge, but here's something that's completely new that unfolded on the public stage, on the global public stage. And we understood things as things came along. And the messaging should have been from the get-go, this is new. What we say today will be different than what we say tomorrow. But what we say today is based on the best information that we have today. Those are some of the frustrations. And like you highlighted, unfortunately, the politicization of stuff just really 
is off the charts, you know, and I, I, I am happy to say, I think that we are moving into a better place. I think that Omicron did us a, a big favor. The severity of illness that Omicron causes was more or less the same as the strain that emerged out of Wuhan, the wild type strain. And it's so funny how we went into lockdown because of that. But now everybody was like, all right, well, I'll just go out. But what it, what Omicron did was because it was so infectious that I think that it added a layer of immunity, even natural immunity for people who are not vaccinated. Unless we get some really crazy variant that emerges, I think that we're in a good place moving forward. And hopefully we can start to put this COVID dilemma behind us. I think we're going to go through kind of ups and downs as we move forward. This is the end of this portion of our interview with Kirby Gong. Be sure to tune in tomorrow to catch the next part. And you can listen to the previous segments wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast. Follow us on social media and leave us a review letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Pickerson, at hopepickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry. That's D-R-D-E-R-Y. To see and share our amazing animations and find out more information about us, the show, as well as links to our social media, go to noisefiltershow.com. We are grateful to our sponsors, including Access Health Louisiana and the End the Epidemic Initiative, who are working to bring equitable health outcomes to everyone they serve. Hope, any last words? Stay well out there, folks, and continue taking steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, getting adequate sleep, and seeing your healthcare providers regularly. And protect yourself and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine and booster, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. Remember, health is a human right.